Hi, welcome to Haven. This is a podcast that's a safe space for curiosity and conversation. I'm your host, Haven, and today I'm curious about keeping best friends forever. Keeping best friends forever. It ends on a question mark. Is that possible? What does it really look like? It's really about sustaining long-term friendships. And what does that look like? So this is a part of my relationship series. That's a part of season two. And we're kind of looking at it from different facets. This one is all about friendships. And so I wanted to bring in one of my friends that I've had for, I'm trying to do the math live right now, never thinking about it, 15 plus years that gives enough cushion to whatever the actual number is but it's my friend mariah hey welcome i'm so happy to be here is it more than 15 years it's gotta be it's gotta what, be. i can't remember when we met were we 14 wow you know what i remember about when we met oh i remember everything i remember we were backstage at some kind of event mm-hmm. and i was wearing a gray vest yes iconic iconic with a white puffy shirt under and the the most beautiful necklace I had literally ever seen. The size of this microphone. <laughs> a huge metal heart from Forever 21. Oh my gosh. I'd never seen anything like it except I think I had the same necklace. You did because you came up you go, I love your necklace. I have the same one. And I was wearing a purple American Apparel shirt. Classic. With a brown vest on top. Vests? Are having a moment then? They're coming back and having a moment hey, now? We were always iconic. So um, true. And the biggest... Oh, wait, yeah, the necklace. The necklace mm-hmm. was where it all began, really. Yeah, it was a kind of a common thing, because other than that, like, we were just randomly backstage. Like, yeah. I don't even remember what the context was, but I remember we hit it off. We hit it off, and it changed everything. But you lived in Dallas. I lived in Dallas, and you lived in L.A. Mm-hmm. And then I remember one time we emailed each other. <laughs> No, we didn't. It was email because we didn't have phones. <gasps> I do not remember that. Yes, what you did we emailed say? and you said, do you want to come on a trip with my family? I emailed you? Yes, this was our first like official How hang. bold of me. So bold. And I thought, <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my parents talked to your parents. That was the one and only cruise I've ever been on. And it rained life. on that cruise. It do did. You- and there were like, there was a leak in our room. We had the best time, though. We did, and the ba- the only things I remember about that cruise were, one, that we ate unlimited soft serve. We had a running count. <laughs> and then we would sneak into the jazz club at night. Yes. And watch the jazz band. Yeah, totally. Which was awesome. It was so fun, though. I remember just being like, yeah, let's go, and I got to know your family, mm-hmm. and you and I just had the best time and they were long distance friends and then you came and would hang out with me mm-hmm. you'd come to texas and we would do like we would hang around dallas you kind of would be in that area and then we would go to east texas where mm-hmm. my grandmother was and we'd go hang out at the lake together oh my gosh those are the best memories mm-hmm. truly the best memories of my childhood the fact that my parents even let me <laughs> at the age of 14 <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the lightsaber. Light. Yeah. Okay. Keep this. Yeah, keep <laughs> is this right? <laughs> Our mics have fallen off. <laughs> this light is falling. We're in a new location, and I've never held a mic like this. And so I keep, we're in a moment, and then my producer is like, yeah, I can't hear your mic. It's unplugged. The lights are falling, and, you know, it's just, you know, it's us. We roll with it. Yeah, rolling with it. Um, what were we talking about? You come to visit. 
And then I'm laughing because <laughs> I, it was like 14, 15. So a lot of your visits, I would like fight with my siblings and oh you would gosh, just be yes. there and you would just be like, hmm. And my brother was four years older than is four years older than me. So to be in a family with three kids that were a year and a half right mm-hmm. apart each, mm-hmm. and so you're also close, mm-hmm. you're <laughs> in the same household, <laughs> and it was just so fun. It was such a different experience to like my life in mm-hmm. LA, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't grow up with a lot of friends, and so to have you and have this other life and feel like I was part of your family part of your life there Mm -hmm. was like it didn't matter how much (laughs) things I was a witness to (laughs) in whatever um capacity I was so I took it like it was the biggest honor to Mm -hmm. like be part of your life but I just have the best memories the things I do remember not I don't remember a lot I have a terrible memory but I remember the best times it was so awesome. And it was cool because I remember you would come and then you would just do whatever we were doing. Mm-hmm. Like we'd go hang out with the friends or we would just, a lot of it was um, food motivated. Yes. <laughs> Lots of babes. A lot of babes, chicken. What else? Raising canes. Raising you didn't have canes. That and you didn't have Chick fil A at the time. No. Lots, I'm sure there's lots of that. We don't have to go into your Chick fil A memory. You set me up. Mm-hmm. He, he had heard, trap me. <laughs> he had heard your music and he's like, she has the most beautiful voice I've ever heard. And then he saw your picture, and she goes, she's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Wow. I know. He so was, nice. He's very sincere. You would and think he wouldn't break up with me in a Chick-fil-A. You would think. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'll set you up. And so we went to Waffle House, and then I was not savvy about it. I just, like, Mm-mm. sat there and was like, talk. <laughs> she literally picked me up from the airport, surprised me. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I do remember very vividly when we prayed over our waffle Mm. (laughs) you said let's pray and hold hands waffle style not pancake which i was like what does that mean and you were like interlock your hands like like (laughs) Like this this. so she could hold his hand come on the greatest wingman i think that's clever sue me (laughs) this whole story so my face is hot we have to land the plane because I got feedback on one of my other friend episodes. They're like, you just talked and hung out with your friend. They're like, you didn't help okay. land the topic. So the topic. No more fun. <laughs> no more fun. <laughs> Long-standing relationships where, mm-hmm. okay, at 14, that's a different era. We're connecting mm-hmm. on necklaces, mm-hmm. you know, and then long distance friends. That was fun to like bounce in. But we were like in each other's lives for two days a year mm-hmm. and then gone. We moved to L.A., where you lived, like, seven or eight years ago, and it actually was a little more clunky because we didn't really talk about expectations, mm-hmm. and I think mine was, okay, I'm coming on her home turf. I'm going to wait and, like, you know, just take her cue and go for it, and then you, correct me if I'm wrong, were like, she's in a new city. I'm going to let her feel it out, mm-hmm. and then we, like, she'll have me jump on, so I think we were both just, like, waiting on the other one, and then it was, like... Wait a second. We were, supposed we, to, we were supposed to hang out a lot. And yeah. No one's initiating. Totally. So we had to talk about it mm-hmm. and actually be like, hey, my feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. And you were like, mine too. And I was yeah. like, whoa, like coming at it from different. So the long-term friendships ebb and flow. Definitely. And I think you have to revisit expectations sometimes. Definitely. I think that's that was one of many life changes that you and I have been through together, obviously being friends for any period of time. Being friends from 14 to 31 is a lot of... 17. 17 years? 17 so years. There we go. Um, that's a lot of huge life changes. Those are like prime years mm-hmm. of changing. You're graduating high school. You're 
dating, getting married, having kids. Like, Mm -hmm. these are probably the biggest changes we'll ever go through in our lives. Right. And um, I think in any seasonal change or life change with friendships, you'll go through many of them if Mm -hmm. you're friends with someone long enough. Mm -hmm. And you're you're basically having a relationship with multiple people. Like when you talked with Aaron about marriage, you know, you're having multiple relationships with hopefully with the same person. Yeah. I feel like that's so similar in friendships is you were a different person when you got married. And that was a huge transition for me. Mm-hmm. I knew you when you were dating Aaron. So it wasn't as much of a shock yeah. that you were dating, but it was a huge transition for me to be like, okay, your life is so different because I can't relate to that thing. Mm-hmm. I can celebrate it. Mm-hmm. I can be your friend through it and in it and be so excited, which I was. I had the best time um, with that whole season of your life. But it was different. Like, the day you got married, our relationship changed. Yeah. And then the day, you know, all of my relationships that I went through, I feel like there were times and I don't remember us even talking because my life was focused around something different and I had to learn how do I have relationships while I'm in a different relationship? Yeah. How do I sustain friendships while my life is completely changed? And then I got married and it was different. And I do, I so vividly remember when you moved here and yeah, it was that like kind of unsure territory of, you know, I don't want to claim you or feel like you are only mine mm-hmm. because I have all of these years with you and I want you to like find your own footing. Mm-hmm. And also not feel like you're bound to me. I think that was my biggest thing Mm. of like, I wanted you to feel like you had me, but you didn't only have me. Mm. And that I wasn't like overpowering your independence and your ability to make friends. Mm -hmm. And I knew that that was something I could probably easily do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think I just like leaned on the side of like caution Mm. of like, let me just let her live her life. And then when she's like gotten her footing, I'm here, mm-hmm. you know? And then it was the same for you. <laughs> and then I was, I was like, like, claim me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hello. <laughs> um, but I think I've always, because you're like, people don't know that you're my longest friend. You're the person like, which I've told you since the beginning of our friendship that I'd never really had anyone. I'd been s- so many people's friend and I'd never had a friend in return. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was like, this is the greatest friend I've ever had. And I don't want to smother her (laughs) with my needs or with my, you Mm -hmm. know, like my expectations because Mm -hmm. seasons are different. Mm -hmm. And being aware that you and I had very different seasons of Mm -hmm. life, we were in very different seasons of life. And so I think that's the biggest thing for me is like with long-term friendships, sustaining friendships, it's realizing not holding someone to who they were when Mm. you became friends, you know, allowing people to change and to um, acclimate to their new life. Like, I'm sure you've had so many girls be like, oh, my friend got married and now we never talk. Yeah. Or like, my friend got a boyfriend and that's all they ever do or hang out with. Mm -hmm. And I get that so much with with girls that are in relationships where that person's life is changing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have to be able to change with them and be okay with the expectations and Mm -hmm. the dynamic of your relationship changing because you want I wanted you to get married and I wanted you I was so excited when you had Isley Mm -hmm. and I knew that our relationship would change in every season but I wasn't gonna white 
knuckle it because mm-hmm. I knew I would lose you if I did. And it's true though, the white knuckle it, it is holding it open and mm-hmm. then saying like, okay, is it gonna return back? Yeah. Cause it's true, we've all had the friends who starts dating someone and to me I'd always in my head be like, okay, six months, that's like the you do you, you know, and then yeah. we'll kind of reacclimate after like the honeymoon phase. <laughs> but then after six months, like if it didn't happen, I'd be like, oh no, like yeah. it's really gone. Yeah. Or that slice of time, because you never really know when you're in it, if it is going to be longstanding, because the majority of friends are seasonal, mm-hmm. and they aren't going to be longstanding, or at least not for the bulk of the journey. Yeah. And so I guess that's another kind of question is, when do you know it's important to fight for it? And to, like, even that, like, go into the conflict and go into the intimacy and vulnerability? Mm-hmm. Or when do you just go, well, I guess it was beautiful w- for what it is? Yeah. I feel like that's the hardest question for me personally, where my nature is like, if something is slowly dying, I'm like, let's get to the oxygen mask, <laughs> you know, like, where's that life support? Yeah. Like, and then it becomes excruciating Yeah. versus if I let it die naturally, it would still be painful, but I'm not prolonging something that shouldn't have been prolonged. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know? No, that's... <laughs> Well, listener, please write in. Yes. No, you know, let us know. I think I know when it's dying, but I don't know when, like, is past the point of no return. Yeah. I think for me with dying friendships or, which I think a lot of times dying friendships may be like the catalyst of that is some conflict Hmm. or a loss of trust, at least in my like most devastating friendships that I can look back to. Usually there's a moment of shift and... Sometimes it really is just like a seasonal, like a like a life change. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like you and I probably could have done that where it's like, oh, it just fizzled out. We live really far away or, you know, you're married and I'm not even close. <laughs> um, never had a boyfriend. Um, those kinds of things. You know, I think we could have let it go. But it was us sitting down at John and Vinny's at one time and being like, hey, this is how I feel. And this is like, I really thought we were going to be closer in the season of life and me being like I also thought that but didn't <laughs> we, yes. we thought that is, isolated in our own worlds as opposed to like having the conversation and like that was really pivotal of like okay it might not look exactly the way we thought but here we are being open and like we can either choose mm-hmm. to make an effort or just let it fizzle and I think we've had to choose it many times mm-hmm. in our relationship um, with other relationships that I've been like something's been lost or like a trust or a boundary has been crossed or something difficult has happened for me one thing this is like very personal to me but it's really helped me is feeling closure in knowing that I've done what I can Mm. to preserve the relationship Mm -hmm. and not overdoing it but being able to know that when I look back years later I tried to resolve the conflict Mm -hmm. and I tried to revive the friendship but not to like an extent that made me bend and break in a million different ways Mm -hmm. and so being able to look back and get the closure that I needed to to say okay I put everything on the table I was as honest and willing to try to fix something and when I say like resolve the relationship I don't mean get it back to where it was because I think a lot of times when something's been lost trust has been broken we try to, we think like, okay, well, we need to get back to where we were. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm, I don't 
once I've lost your trust, mm -hmm. <laughs> pretty much impossible for me to ever trust you again. Mm -hmm. But I can forgive mm -hmm. and truly, deeply, completely forgive you without allowing you the same position in my life that you had in the past. Totally. And so I think with friendships, it's like, no, you can actually resolve re resolve issues and have friends that aren't, don't you don't allow the same access mm -hmm. back into your life. Um, and I think that helps too with even relationships you wanna have forever. Mm -hmm. When something's lost or something's broken, if you actually want that relationship to move forward, like I'd do anything. We've had multiple things in our friendship that could have completely ruined our relationship. Mm -hmm. But we just figured it out, you yeah. know, and we had to lay it all on the table and be like, I'm out of you for this. Or I feel like you wronged me in this way or you wronged whoever in this way, mm -hmm. you know. And I really appreciate that because you allowed me and we allowed our relationship to mm -hmm. grow from that. Yeah. And to like become bulletproof in a lot of ways. And to me, that's also just the nature of like rupture and repair like mm -hmm. the great greatest relationships that are long-standing it's not from a lack of rupture mm -hmm. it's just from yeah. intentionality with repair totally. and is that possible now a quick pause to hear from my sponsors this episode is brought to you by efficient aid efficient aid offers fractional virtual assistants whose sole purpose is to help people who are making a difference are you bogged down in your email and still managing your own calendar delegating those tasks to a high caliber career assistant can free you up to utilize your time towards the areas of your best and highest use, allowing you to focus on the areas you truly thrive in. Learn more at efficientaid.com. That's efficient, A-I-D-E.com. Do you prep your outfit for Thanksgiving? And I'm not talking about a fancy family dinner. I mean more like the stretchiest, comfiest pants and relaxed fit top. Now, what if that's a recurring consideration and you have to wear stretchy pants every day due to being bloated all the time? Ritual literally created Symbiotic Plus with that weird gut stuff in mind. It contains clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. Daily three-in-one prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains to support the relief of mild and occasional bloating, gas, and diarrhea. Why include a postbiotic? It provides fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining and supports a healthy gut barrier. Win-win. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. There's no more shame in your gut game. That's why Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during your first month. Visit ritual.com haven to start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. Okay, back to the episode. Let's go into some rapid fire Q&A. Sound good? All right. I'm scared. <laughs> okay, how can you even find a long-term friend in the first place, someone asked. Oh gosh. It's hard. I think especially, we're not old. But no. We're not 14 anymore. Yeah. But I feel like we can make friends anywhere. You make friend at a water park, and you're like, you're yeah. my best friend today. Today, um, at this water park. <laughs> this you're my best friend at the water park. Man, I think you. one thing you really taught me was, like, you, you have to be the friend you want. Yeah. You know? And... I think you also need to be willing to let people in your life and make space in your life. Like, we have a lot of things to do. Mm -hmm. We have kids, we have families, we have relationships. We have things we want to do. We want to, like, have fun and go on trips and whatever. And it's really easy to, like, close down access into our lives. Speaking. I'm speaking about me. I'm talking <laughs> about me. It's really easy for me <laughs> to uh -huh. not make room for people in my life. Um, 
So I have to intentionally make room. Yeah. You know, I have to find places to open myself up to other people mm -hmm. and um, ask questions, <laughs> be willing to like carve the time out and not, not to everyone, but to the people that I feel like, okay, I could be a friend of this person, but I also feel like this person could be a friend to me. Yeah. And I'm not just pouring into everyone in my life, but are there people that I feel like can help me, encourage me, like champion me to keep going and to do the things in my life that I want to do. And so I think it's just about making room. I think it's making room, but I think it's also, you don't know they're going to be a long-term friend. <laughs> like you to not put the pressure yeah. in being like, I'm looking for, you know, <laughs> someone for the long haul. Like I think a lot of it is just who do you look up and who's been there for a while? Yeah. Like who's still there? Totally. Who's continued to show up and who's, like, a part of it now where I think also if you put this pressure of, like, I think the media sometimes is also, like, the BFF. Like, the one end-all, mm -hmm. be-all, they meet all your mm -hmm. needs. And I just, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. Like, even Aaron, my all my relational needs, I'm like, no, I need some more follow-up questions. Call on a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not working for me. I can tell that you are at the end of what you want to talk about. <laughs> and I am not. I'm going to go to a friend. Like, yeah. you kind of pull it together and then see who's there so I think a lot of it too is kind of even out of our control of like you can be a great friend and show up but I don't think you look for someone as criteria I think you just continue sure. to be a good friend and then I think you do wake up and then you see wow some people are here that I didn't expect mm -hmm. some people left I thought would be here yeah but this is what is yeah I don't know that we planned on this Oh, no. I, I mean, mean, I don't think you ever thought you were going to live thought, in L.A. I never thought we were going to live in L.A. And then I also, like, I think we were just long-distance friends for fun. Like, yeah. I love to come and visit and hang with you. My favorite thing was L.A. was always, like, three years ahead of, like, Texas fashion. <laughs> so I'd be like, Mariah, what's coming? And you're yeah. like, Adidas. And I was like, check. And then I looked so stylish in Texas because <laughs> people weren't expecting it. Now that I live here, I'm like, man. <laughs> can't really be ahead anymore but yeah I mean that's I think so true what you're saying like we didn't we never planned on mm -mm. I don't think we ever thought oh well one day we won't be friends but you just like live your life and you yeah I love what you said you just see who's who's there mm -hmm. you know and see who withstands the storm with you see who shows up like I think that that is a huge thing mm -hmm. there's been things in my life that I you know you just see who your real friends are when things get real and things get tough and you mm -hmm. Um, the things in your life require people to just show up and make you stronger and stand with you. And um, I think it's just really revealing. And so when you go through difficult things, it's like who's still there and not just who's still there, but who's like actively in it with you. Yeah. You know, who's like you're so great at asking questions, like who's pulling it out of you, who's sitting with you, who's not like requiring you to listen to them when you just need to be listened to, mm -hmm. you know, like it's a dance of, I think in marriage too, it's a dance. It's like sometimes I'm the strong one. Sometimes Jake, my husband is the strong one mm -hmm. and it's not ever, it's a hundred percent one of us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not always 50, 50. It's mm -hmm. like always imbalanced, which I think is okay. You know, it's like, and it's that in friendships. It's like, I'm not always going to be okay. And you're not always going to be okay. Mm -hmm. But how can I see that in you where you don't have to ask somebody for help all the time? I love that. Someone there hmm. and even you were talking it made me think of a bunny trail because you said jake and i was like oh i remember when we met jake <laughs> i remember you texted me and you're like i think i met someone really special and i was like "Ooh, ooh, <laughs> tell me more <laughs> 
And then um, when he came, his band came to Dallas when we went out to dinner. Oh, my gosh, yes. And I think he only had one tattoo at the time, and it was a foam finger that said, like, go team or something. Mm -hmm. I just thought, oh, he's going to be great for her. Yes. I it's just, so I, He just was so kind and so caring mm -hmm. and... He just, he was the best of everyone you dated. Because I have true. gotten witness to everyone you dated. true. He's the best, but he's the best comparatively outside of anyone. Yeah. You know, he's just incredible. I remember being so excited for you mm -hmm. that you found your person. Because he's so wonderful. Because you had been jumping with me and Aaron for years. Where I remember yes, you guys third would wheel for life. Third wheel forever. But also, sometimes I would feel like the third wheel because you and Aaron were so alike. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys would come, you do your own language, and I'd be like, Wait a second, like, <laughs> you guys are really close. I remember yeah. I had a work thing in Vegas once. Oh, my gosh. Best remember, trip ever. Oh, my gosh. And I remember being like, I want to bring Aaron for his birthday, but what's he going to do, like, while I'm working? You're like, what if I came? <laughs> and I was like, perfect. Uh -huh. And then you came, and you guys, like, got random tickets to Steve Martin's yes. banjo show. <laughs> you were so mad. You were like, I have well, to work. I remember I was working such long days, yeah. and I would, like, get texts, and I was like, they're having so much fun. Really did. I had I had the biggest FOMO I think I've ever had in yeah. my life, because I literally was like, they're having such a great time, mm -hmm. and I have to work, and I've chosen to work. <laughs> but no, it was like a fine FOMO where I was like, I'm so glad that you guys are friends. Yeah. This, it was so good for me, too, I think, in the formative years of my life to have both of you as a friend because I was a witness to, like, you two growing together and mm -hmm. the way he treated you and the way that, like, seeing, like, a great boyfriend, a fun one, you mm -hmm. know, like, you had so much fun together. I had so much fun with you guys. I'm yeah. like, this is great. <laughs> but also you were never, like, closed in your relationship, which mm -hmm. I think is probably age, like not not knowing any better too of like so true. Like it was so open, and so for me to have that and realize, like in a marriage in a strong relationship, be open. You know, mm -hmm. that's like have people part of it, have people part of your life. Like that was the best, and for me to find Jake and realize a lot of like the good things that I had in you and Aaron, mm -hmm. I was able to have in him. Hilarious so quirky yeah out of best friends <laughs> best friends like complimentary that can't be how you pronounce that <laughs> complimentary <laughs> i'm sweating so much. we have to turn the ac off so it um doesn't affect the audio and it's pretty hot you know what i also I just remembered i was like let's do rapid fire questions and then we just spent 10 minutes on this one okay, so we're going back to fast, questions fast, fast, and we're going back to rapid fire okay we got one that says how do you handle conflict with friends for me, if it still bugs me after 24 hours, then I let them know within 48 hours. Okay. Where if it bugs me immediately, then I'm just going to sit with it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if it still is, then I want to speak up about it before it festers, before it turns into anything bigger, before I've had the conversation in my head with them five mm -hmm. times before I talk to them. Yeah. I want the first conversation I have with them to actually be with them. That's great. And not the one that I'm, you know, making up in my head. Mm -hmm. Someone said, how do you find your girl gang? I've had and lost so many girlfriends, it's like they never last. Make your own. <laughs> That's, yeah. I think one thing I, being someone that I feel like was an outsider for so long, mm -hmm. I look for outsiders a lot of times. Mm -hmm. You know, I think finding people to love is, it opens up your world to finding people to love you too, you know? And mm -hmm. I think... Um, I just, I think we both just kind of were like, all right, you, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you. And there's so many people too, I, I find with my group of girlfriends, none of us are 
alike. Yeah. Like we're not copies of each other. We're not even friends because we have the same interests. Mm -hmm. You know, there's something common that brought us together or even put us in the same room. But don't just look for yourself over and over and over again. I like that because it's also like not waiting for an invitation. Mm -hmm. Like send your own invites. Yeah. And then see who shows up. Love it. Parting words from someone who's looking at friendship for now we've confirmed 17 years Mm -hmm. and they're like how does that happen how do you have any way that you would just boil it down into like one sentence be a good friend Mm -hmm. i think you were a good friend to me and it made me want to be a good friend to you Mm -hmm. and it made me want to be a good friend to other people in case maybe they haven't been loved Mm -hmm. the way you were able to love me and so i think being a friend can be contagious and the friends that I have now, I want to be good friends too. So be a good friend. Love it. <laughs> I love that answer. That was a great high five. <laughs> that makes me want to retitle the episode because <laughs> it's so good. Like best friend forever, you know, talking about that. But just be a good friend. Like how to be a good friend. And you've been that to me. And we've had so much um backstory together (laughs) i think what i would say to answer that question is too of like friendships are fun yes like have fun it doesn't have to be this like high highs low lows like it can be talking about nails it can be talking about clothes it can be you know navigating new marriage or babies like it can go all over it doesn't have to be pigeonholed into this one way that friendships are you know going to look so thanks for coming on this one thanks for braving the heat of no ac for audio (laughs) and just to close thank you for listening um i'm excited to explore this relationship series and all the different kind of perspectives that can come from that so my ask is that you follow like subscribe on um social media so it's youtube tiktok and instagram at haven the podcast i also now have a monthly newsletter you can sign up for by going to what's my website (laughs) that's my email (laughs) my website go to havenpod at or dot com havenpod.com it is havenpod.com you can also email that's what we were tangent on hello at havenpod.com but that's not what this is this is the email newsletter havenpod.com i think we ended (laughs) on a little bit of a sour note (laughs) from me flubbing this but also that's what you get